around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you. And welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. One more time, we are with you today. I apologize for the tone of my voice, but as Brother Hagen always used to say, we're catching a healing. And uh, Terry and I have been just returned from Mexico and we are in Houston, Texas right now, and we're um, just taking care of all kinds of issues. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly been quiet in my hotel room the last uh, several days in Mexico City, uh, and then arriving here in Houston yesterday. Renee hasn't felt bad or been sick. She just had laryngitis. Her voice just didn't work. So uh, when she yells at me, it sounds like a whisper. But she uh, sounds better today. Yes. But uh, welcome to the podcast. We're excited about what God's doing. And uh, <clears throat> we came to you last week from Mexico, as you know, and had great meetings. And just a tremendous time down there. And, it was and, wonderful. Uh, of course, we have so many friends and so many pastors that are friends down there and people that are just family. And uh, we also met uh, this wonderful uh, couple that most of you have seen on television and heard in the news. Uh, Andrew Brunson, Pastor Andrew Brunson, his wife Noreen, uh, they were missionaries in Turkey for all these many years, and then the Turkish government arrested him and put him in prison. Many of you have prayed for him and prayed for him and prayed for him, as we have uh, prayed for him continuously, and uh, now the Turkish government let him let him out, released him after being in solitary confinement for a year, and uh, <clears throat> And then uh, they went to the White House. Most of you probably saw that on the news that he, he uh, Andrew and Noreen went to the White House with President Trump and prayed for him, prayed for President Trump. Just a powerful, uh, powerful prayer uh, Andrew prayed. And so they were in Mexico City as well. They're friends of, uh, they're friends of friends of ours who invited them to come and speak. And uh, he just did a great job. He had never spoken to over 100 people in his life. And uh, and yet uh, there was 5,000 people there at the conference, uh, pastors from all over Mexico and leaders. And uh, just uh, just a tremendous uh, ministry. And, uh, we laughed and laughed because he said he talked to his mother whenever she came to visit him in prison in Turkey, that he talked to her, you know, and, and was talking to her about being incarcerated and all that kind of stuff. And she just kind of said, well, buck up, son, and get in line. Uh, Jesus and Paul and everybody else suffered for Jesus. So, uh, you know, wow. it's your turn. So she must be a really we, uh, she, lady. Yeah, she's wow. uh, uh, so anyway, we just came back from there, tremendous meetings, and we're now in Houston and uh, with some ministry and also with uh, most of you know we've been dealing with uh, for the last two and a half months, uh, Renee's mother, brother, and sister who all had a just – terrible major medical issues back in October, and one of them wasn't even expected to live, according to the doctors, to us, but uh, they're all doing well, doing better, and we're uh, seeing about them, and Renee's just been dealing with doctors and Medicare and Medicaid and government issues and all kind of things for two and a half months, but hey, here we are, and uh, we're charging 2019 with fire in our bones and blood in our eye, our sword up, our shield up. And taking the name of Jesus to the nations. We were just talking yesterday in Mexico uh, about this coming year, about 2019, and just the foreign trips, just the mission yeah, trips that right. we're looking at uh, is going to be, of course, uh, uh, Romania ministering to the Gypsy pastors. That's going to be a huge meeting, and 
and bigger than, than normal because 400 of those uh, gypsy pastors I've been teaching for 20 years have decided to create their own, what they call a union, what we'd call a denomination, uh, to create their own union, uh, break away from their, their denominational union they've been in all these years because they said, Brother Terry, we want to embrace uh, <clears throat> what you've taught us all these years, the word of faith, uh, healing for everybody, God's will is to heal, God's a good God, uh, prosperity and blessing that we pay our tithes and give our offerings and and God blesses us financially. And they said we even want to include uh, women ministers because they've never ever in their in, in hundreds of centuries of of teaching there in the church uh, never embraced women preachers. And of course, Renee's gone with me and ministered, and, and uh, just uh, that crossed some of their eyes a time or two. But <laughs> but uh, they've first uh, year it was not exactly. <clears throat> You know, welcome the second year. My goodness, we had such a breakthrough. And uh, they just uh, said, you know, we're going to embrace women ministers. And uh, so anyway, we're excited about all that. So that's Romania. Then, of course, we've got Malta, which we had to postpone this year because of uh, the, the, the dire and grave situation in Renee's family here in Houston. Uh, and then, uh, so that's been Malta, which, of course, is out in the Mediterranean. And we'll bring in pastors from Africa as well as from Europe. And then uh, we're going to Colombia and Peru in South America. And, of course, in March here, this is January, in March will be the entire month of March in the South Pacific. We'll be ministering in Samoa. We'll be ministering in uh, New Zealand, both islands. Right. We'll be ministering in uh, Vanuatu. We'll be ministering in Fiji. And uh, we also have a couple other things that we're, we're looking at in some other of the islands. I don't know how that's going to work right now. But that's a major, major trip. And so y'all believe with us, that's the closest trip and the one that we seriously need finances for and, and right. to be able to minister to all those people and fly to all those places. So believe God with us that uh, that needs to happen really quick so we can go ahead and get our tickets bought and arrangements made and uh, and uh, just uh, believe God that partners, God will speak to partners and people will just take up the cause and uh, help us minister to right. the South Pacific. Do some of these islands still have cannibals on them? And then, of course, uh, after that, then we're going to Thailand uh, this year and most likely Singapore. If I'm going to be in Thailand, I might as well go to Singapore. Uh, but uh, uh, And we'll minister in, in Thailand and, and probably several places, but a big uh, pastor's conference, minister's conference. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to uh, – where else are we going? Oh, my goodness. It just seems like – well, you said Peru and Colombia. Yep, Peru, Peru Colombia, South America, South America, Malta, Romania. Those are two separate trips, and then we've got. And then of course Thailand, then of course the South Pacific, yeah. and then Mexico. Numerous times this year to Mexico, we've just come back from Mexico, but I expect we'll be there another uh, three to five times this year. So our our calendar uh, is full with missions and foreign trips, and that's not to, that's not to count the, the, the American churches and the partner churches that we need to be in this year, and they want us to be in their churches this year. So anyway, we're charging this year. I tell you, 2019, we're taking it by, by right. force and by storm and declaring the word of God and the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, literally around the world. And so we appreciate our partners for helping us do that, and we ask you just to really get in faith and and um, uh, agreement with us to us get this stuff done and uh, take the gospel to the nation. Shine the light of Jesus where it's not been, where, where the light's been dim, and name the name right. of Jesus where it's not been named and uh, win souls for the kingdom. Praise God. Well, Jesus is coming soon. Well, that's and the purpose of the church, right? And the church must be strong. 
and the church must be alert. You know, you're the church, I'm the church. Uh, everything in the kingdom of God has that ripple effect to it. It always starts with like one little nucleus, and then it ripples out to everything else in a much bigger circle. And so you and I, uh, believers all over the world, we've got to come to a knowledge of the fact that what our purpose is, what our calling is, and that we are able to really stand in the last days, believe God for what we need personally, but then see something much bigger and much greater, which is winning souls for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. And so many times here in America, I think the thing that has been disappointing to me, I suppose, the most thing is that people treat the, the local church or, the, quote, unquote, the service like it's an inner, they, they put such a, uh, I think, a very low-class, uh, low-dimension concept about it as an entertainment value. And then they also sometimes treat, it, treat church like a Lonely Hearts Club. Or well, they it's treat, just become about feelings and yeah, emotions. Yeah, it's all about feelings and emotions. How make I me feel, feel good. Make me happy. Yeah. Make me laugh. Feed make my me eye gaze. Uh, you know, make me emotionally, it's my warm, fuzzy moment of the week. I want everybody to love me here. And, um, you know, we just need to move a little higher up on the food chain and realize that God has a tremendously powerful, Holy Ghost-filled, end time, gather in the harvest. I mean, not leave any grain on the ground. No, absolutely. And that we gather in the largest harvest that's ever been in the world before. And it's going to take a strong church with very strong leadership, fearless, fierce, fierce courageous fierce, leadership in the local church to get the work of God done. Terry says this so often in so many churches that we're in. He said, we need pastors that are more afraid of God than they are of the people. And I want to speak to you today, the people of God, the the, the real, uh, you know, that... that uh, that real strength of the church, as Paul told Timothy, pillars in the church, people that are really, that you're in there committed, you see the value of the local church. You're the you, standard bearers. Yeah, you're the standard bearers, the ones that are faithful and committed all the time, that you really mature very quickly and come out of that emotional realm. So many people are in America are dissatisfied and they're unhappy and, and the, you know, this isn't going right for me and this isn't good for me and, and somebody didn't treat me right and I didn't get that promotion. And, and we we really get lost in the weeds. We languish in the ditches. And God doesn't want that for us. He wants to move us so much higher up on the, on the food chain to where we understand the call of the church. And like Terry has said so many times, we need to recognize in our local area where we're doing outreach, and then yet we still see missions to reach out to the world. No, absolutely. And that's, that's absolutely. really the distinction. We don't get the mixed up. And, and pastors teach people how to be soul winners, how to pray, how to use their faith, how to give, and, and that, that they know how to work. In the kingdom of God. Yeah, those five things. Those five things. If I was a pastor, that's what I'd be teaching every Sunday. It rotated all year long. Yeah, just keep rotating. The church is about missions. The church is about soul winning. The that's church right. exists for soul winning like a fire exists for burning. That's right. It's the point. It's the purpose of the church. It's what Jesus died for, that's what right. Paul died for, what Peter died for, what Andrew died for, what Thomas died for, what, what all these uh, great 
men of God died for That's right. uh, in the beginning was, was missions, was to get that's the right. gospel to the world. That's right. And that's what the church is about and what the church, that, that's why we go to church. If you're not going to do that, why bother? Why go to church? Yeah, if a pastor will teach their people, you're teaching faith, you have to teach them the word to teach them faith. That's exactly right. And then if you're going to teach them to pray, you're going to have to teach them how to be filled with and the Holy Spirit. And to pray word the word. And sensitive to, to the Holy Spirit, because he wants to pray the word. He, the Holy we're not just praying, give me, give me, bless me, yeah. bless me. But we're saying, Father, you said bring you in remembrance of your word, put That's you in remembrance right. of your word. So here's what your word says about this thing I'm praying about. So now I'm going to pray it uh, pray it through according to the word. Yeah, it takes it takes a strong church if a pastor will teach faith and teach on prayer. Then teach people how to give. Then teach people how to soul win and teach them about missions. If you, oh, teach, your, if you teach your people those five things and just keep rotating it every Sunday, just rotate it every Sunday, that those five things for a solid year, you're going to see such profound growth among the people. You know, you can get a whole lot of people in a room, but then you've got a whole lot of sometimes fearful sissies, just like the armies of Israel. God had to get rid of a bunch of people oh, yeah. and only found 300 oh, for yeah. Gideon to go in and fight the battle with. You're looking for it to multiply those 300 strong, Warriors for the kingdom of God. And God said a faithful man who can find, a virtuous woman who can find. Right. He said he can only find one in a thousand. Oh, uh, I mean, Solomon looking through his kingdom. I, I can only find one one soldier out of a thousand that will get the job done. You know, you know, Renee, we've talked a lot. We, well, we talk all the time about this, but recently we've talked overtime about it amongst ourselves, just you and I, how we miss our fathers in the faith, how we miss our spiritual fathers. Now, I'm, not, I'm not talking about guys we just read a book of. I'm talking about right. people that you and I knew and had right. dinner with and talked to. I'm talking about Oil Roberts and T.L. Osborne right. and Kenneth Hagan and John Osteen uh, and Lester Summerall. We talked a lot about Lester this last week. About Le we, we were talking about Lester Summerall to, to a pastor and his wife in Mexico City that right. never ever heard of him. And uh, we started telling them Lester Summerall stories. In fact, I popped up YouTube. In fact, you that are listening to me ought to do this same thing. Y'all probably never heard this story either. But I popped up YouTube and just typed in Lester Summerall, Ben Bilibed Prison, Philippines, Manila, Philippines. Right. And there's an actual 30-minute movie about that great miracle. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was a woman back uh, in the 40s back in prison in Manila, Philippines, in Ben Bilibed Prison. And she was attacked by demons. And uh, the guards saw it. The other prisoners saw it. I mean, this is a common thing. In fact, it was in the newspapers in right. the Philippines on a, on a regular basis because this happened all the time that demons attacked her, and, and nobody could see the demons, but they could see the attack. They could right. see her being knocked around right. uh, across the cell and back and up and down and around, and then they could see these horrible bite marks on her because these demons would come in the prison cell and bite, right? her and bite her and slap her That's around right. and knock her around. And I mean, I mean, they put newspaper reporters in there to see it, and actually saw this girl being bitten by these unseen demons. Right. And finally, somehow or another, it's been in the newspaper a number of times. And finally, somebody contacted Lester Summerall. He was pastoring a church there at the time. It started a church in the Manila. I preached in that church, by the way. His nephew David uh, Summerall uh, took it for years and years. And and. Uh, Anyway, they asked they asked Brother Summerall, they said, is there any way you can help her? And he said, well, sure, I can help her. It's just a demon. 
And so uh, anyway, he went in, and it was totally documented and filmed and everything else. He went in and cast the devils out of that girl. And, uh, oh, my, 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 my. You ought to just pull it up on YouTube. Well, those are such great generals in the Army of God. Well, he was my friend. Lester was my friend. Just a general of God. Just, I mean, he and I had done meetings together around the world. He and I did a great meeting in in Portugal, uh, in in Lisbon, Portugal, a number of years ago. And, of course, he's in heaven. We were talking about these great fathers and how we miss them, Renee. And, 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 of course, uh, I have very few fathers left alive on planet Earth. I've got Wayne Myers, who's 96 years old in Mexico, that we just came from. You know, Brother Copeland's always been a father to me. Kenneth Copeland, Fred Price has always been a father to me. And Kenneth and Fred are still here, and all those other guys I mentioned are gone. Uh, and, uh, uh, and and so uh, talking about our fathers, we were we were saying this week that, you know, back back when we started what we, we now refer to, and people have re- to and call the Word of Faith message or the Word of Faith movement or the Word of Faith. Uh, back then, we, we were such a stickler. Right. I mean, we demanded things be in line with the Word of God. Right. We said, if you can't back it up with Bible, don't talk to me about it. And we, we said time and time again, we said, hey, if you hear a preacher preach, including me, right. that if you can't back it up in the Bible, if you can't find it in the Bible, what I'm saying is uh, biblical, then then throw it out. I mean, don't listen to it. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody. If it's not biblical, if you can't pin it down, nail it down with the Word of God. I mean, we were sicklers for that. That's why they call us Word people. Right. We said, we're Word people. We go to a Word church. We sing Word songs. Our pastor's a Word pastor. Uh, our dog's a Word dog. Our bird's a Word bird. I mean, we're Word people. But, you know, anymore, uh, Christians don't care if you can back it up with the Word. In fact, they wouldn't know where to find it in the Word. And Christians yeah, don't care if you can find it in the Word or not, or if you can back it up by the Word. They just they just want to know if it makes them feel good. Does yeah, it does it right. minister to their feelings? Does it minister to their emotions? Does it make their little cupcake self feel good? It doesn't matter anymore if you can back it up with the Bible. And I, that that grieves me, and it grieves the Holy Ghost. Well, we need to raise our standard, and we need to get really high up because God's not. It's about feelings. It's about the Word exactly. of God. Exactly, God. God says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and his ways are higher than our ways there in Isaiah 55. He says that we need to forsake our wicked ways and forsake our stupid, silly, low-class thoughts and start thinking how he thinks, and he thinks about the world. No, he thinks about souls. He thinks about a valiant, a courageous, glorious church that is without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, and that he wants us to go into a place where we can be fearless and take the name of Jesus and bring people out of the, out of the, out of darkness into the light, and it's just amazing as Terry was saying how many times we meet people that say we didn't know those scriptures in the Bible. Oh yeah. Or they'll say, Well, all this nonsense that's really today. In the Bible? This, all this nonsense go, today that's well, in the politi- it's in the political world. Right. You know. Uh, people want to spout out all kinds of things. Well, we need to accept homosexuality. We need to accept that. We need to be tolerant. Hey, you need to go back to the Bible. You know, I'm not going to apologize for the Bible. It's not Those aren't my ideas. They're God's ideas. I have to say, well, I'm a Christian. Here's what the Bible says. Christians believe the Bible. Here's what the Bible says. So we're going to have to back up everything and honor everything we do by the Word of God, by what does the Bible say, what does God say. And uh, not not about our feelings. You know, I've said for decades, you know, the word of faith doesn't say you can't have feelings. Right. Sure, sure we have feelings. It just says you do the word of God no matter how you feel. Exactly. 
on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so it doesn't matter. You you get up in the morning and you feel good, feel bad, make any difference, you do the Word of God. You do the Word of God no matter how you feel. Well, that's true. And, and, and pastors and leaders have to teach their people how to live by faith, walk by faith, how to pray, how to pray. Holy Ghost prayers, because Romans chapter 8 is so powerful in there. It says that the Holy Ghost searches the hearts of men, for he knows what is in the mind of God, and he comes to our aid to help us when we don't know how to pray. And we have a position that is seated at the right hand of the throne of God so that we have constant fellowship with the Lord and he can communicate with us what his will is. And his will is always that you and I be sound of mind, healthy in our body, money in our pockets, <laughs> favor with people, so we can go out there and be a witness, be a blessing, be exactly a witness right. to the world. We can bless the church. We can help. We can work. And it's always such a wonderful partnership that God has designed for you and I to do the work of the ministry together. Ephesians 3 and Ephesians 4 so clearly lay that out for the church. The great apostle Paul wrote to us. So it's a whole lot higher up on the food chain what God has for you and I than what um, I think the carnal-minded church would like to sell us. So we just, Terry and I just always want to keep it out in front of you. We want to keep, as James said, that mirror of the Word of God in front of you so you don't walk away and forget it. We want to keep it out there for you and remind you that the, the theme for every year, darling, is what? Missions. <laughs> missions. It'll be next year. It'll be missions. The year after that, it'll be missions. Yeah. You know, if a church, Renee, I've said this for decades and decades, if a church is not doing missions, I don't care how big the church is, it can be a mega church, I don't care how how good a church it is, I don't care how great their praise and worship is, how great the pastor's sermons are, how great the youth program is, or the children's program is, or the singles program, it just doesn't matter how much you prophesy, how much you speak in tongues, it just doesn't matter if you're not involved in reaching the world that cost God his son, that cost Jesus his blood, then that church is absolutely out of the will of God. That church is missing God. And if you're an individual Christian, listen to us today. If you're not involved in missions, if you're not partnering with a missionary, partnering with somebody that's winning souls or winning souls yourself, if you're not somehow involved in soul winning, then you're missing what uh, what you're called to do. You're living beneath your privileges as a child of God, and you're missing That's the mark. Right. You're missing the mark. You've well, got to be involved. It's an exciting life. You're missing out on life. Well, you're talking about people's eternal souls oh, that's right. going to hell. Joy. Or a people's eternal souls going to heaven. Don't you want to be in heaven and have somebody come up to you and say, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. What about that little girl right. in the prison? Can you imagine right now her in heaven with Lester Summerall saying, oh, 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 Dr. Summerall, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was not only being bitten by demons and knocked around myself by demons, but my destiny was hell, and I'd have been in hell for eternity, and you rescued me. Wow. And not only did Summerall rescue her, but Summerall's partners that prayed for him and sent money to him get that same thank you, thank you, thank you. They rescued that girl from hell. No, that's exactly right. I, I just... It's such a supernatural joy that I just think so many people are missing out on the body of Christ. The devil gets them all focused on the weeds 
of their life, in the long last parts of their life. And I'm going to encourage all of you today to really take on the concept of, uh, of realizing that this is all for eternity. And that the joy of that, like Terry was saying, winning a new soul. In the last couple, three weeks, we've had several friends uh, of ours and friends of my, our daughters where uh, they had brand new babies. And I'm telling you, the families are thrilled. Everybody's so happy. Everybody's put pictures on Facebook of those babies being born. Well, think what happens when a soul gets turned around going to hell and all of heaven is celebrating. It's like, look at they're my new baby. Again. Yeah, they're born again. They're a new they're creature. Born again. New baby. You know, heaven, heaven has a party. That's right. You know, there, there's a new name. What's that old hymn? There's a new name written down in heaven and it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. It's mine. And yeah. the white road angels sing the story. A sinner has come home. I mean, there's just a sure. wonderful, wonderful oh, celebration. That's what the Bible says. It yeah. says when a soul comes to the Lord, Heaven rejoices. Heaven has that's a party. Right. He can back that up in the Word. Well, that's the way the Lord wants it. The joy for the church is when we're doing our job. You're going to find churches filled with strife and jealousy and all kinds of things like James chapter 3 says is going to go on when you don't have churches that are focused on soul winning because there's joy over overruns everything else. When people are excited about winning souls, and they're in there learning how to use their word and use the word and pray. You can't hardly get people in strife or get them offended. No, that's because right. They're so happy. Well, it's because they have purpose. Yeah, they find out their purpose. You know, Brother John Osteen used to say, Joel's daddy, Brother John, our, our friend and our pastor, Brother John used to say, uh, you know, I wouldn't go to a church that didn't have a world missions map up on the wall, didn't have a map of the world up on the wall. And if you walked in Lakewood Church, all the different buildings that Brother Osteen built and, and rearranged and remodeled, every one of them, as soon as you walked in, pow, there's a map of the world hits no, you right, right in the face. That's right. Then you walk around that map, and pow, there's another map of the world. And right. in, in every service of the, of, of the world, Brother Osteen would call. It'd take 10, 15 minutes, well, not even that long, just to call people to the front and say, come up to the front and give me the name of the country that's on your heart. And so there might be 20 people come and say, India, Mexico, uh, Thailand, Russia, Soviet Union, uh, China, whatever. Yeah, that's all wonderful. And so when we think about what Brother Summerall and all them were, were doing and all the things that were going on back then, I mean, think how hard it was to get everything done and go around the world back then, Terry. Oh, yeah, no, seriously. And then he'd call them up and say, let's pray. Let's pray for these nations you just mentioned. And so they'd pray. And he did that, Renee, every service, every service. And what that did, it kept the people's mind on the world that cost the blood of Jesus, on the world that cost God his son. No, it did. And you and I have to stay and focus together about what we're really all about. And that is building a strong church ready to do the work and the will of God and to be able to do what God has called us to do in these last days. Because the church has got to be strong. The church has got to know their calling, know their purpose, know what they're called to do, and then they can go about doing it. And it's like, what, say something here about the fact that you've had to, you know, what we're going to, you know, that we're going to uh, have to do, uh, um, uh, what was it you were saying about you're either a goer or a sender? 
Well, I've preached for decades that every yeah, believer, every believer is a missionary. I mean, every believer, every believer. If you're a Christian, you're a missionary. You can't, right. you can't opt out of the system. You can't say, well, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to do me. No, no. You're either a goer, one who goes, or you're a sender, one who sends. And, you know, you and I, thankfully, get to be both. We get to be both goers and senders. Yeah, we right. go all the time, constantly, just like all those trips we just talked about a little bit ago. Plus, we, we support missionaries and, and are partners with missionaries that go. And so we're, we're goers and senders. And uh, every missionary, excuse me, every Christian is a missionary, either a goer, one who goes, or a sender, one who sends. Yeah, I've got one sweet lady in, in uh, South Dakota that's partnered with me for years. Uh, every month I get a check from her. And uh, she told me years and years ago, in fact, decades ago, she said, Brother Terry, I don't want to go eat worms and, right. and monkey and dog and cat, uh, rats and uh, all the stuff you've eaten around the world. But she said, if you'll go eat my worms for me, then I'll pay for them. She yes. said, I'll send you money every month if you'll, if you'll, if you'll, go, Terry, eat, said, you'll go eat my worms for me. And so, you know, every month we get a check from her. Yes, we do. And uh, we're, we go around that. the world. So, so she's a partner, a partner in world evangelism, a partner in world missions. Well, that's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing is that is that we can go and be partners uh, in the in with the local church and with everybody uh, in the kingdom of God and be able to do what God's called us to do. Every single one of us partnering and working together. Well, we've, we you know we've just got uh, we're we're trying to pick up a grandbaby and and we're trying to take care of, of looking after the world and. And we've been on the phone this afternoon looking after all kinds of people that we're taking care of. But it, it's all, Donna, when you look at it, it's all the heart of God, that God wants to send us to the world. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we've got to go. You know, I've partnered with missionaries since I was a kid. Oh. And just, I'm just so happy that, that I could give to somebody that would go win souls. And then our partners. I, I constantly thank God for our partners. Our I've, got, partners I've got partners, Renee, that have partnered with me since the 70s. You know, no, right. of course, a lot of our partners are older now, and some of them are, many of them are retired and, you know, own the Social Security and other kind of stuff. But, you know, we're, of course, we're always believing God for new partners. And uh, if, if you're listening to us today and you don't partner with anybody, we're we're happy to accept you as a partner. Uh, That's right. To pray for us, to give monthly, regularly, to support what we do in, in, in missions. And uh, But I, I tell you what, there, there's nothing like our partnership with the partners. we. I mean, some of the partners yeah, I've partnered right. with, over the years are in heaven today, but uh, I'm excited about every investment I ever made. Well, it's an ex it's it's an eternal thing, and it's something that keeps you know if if people are not giving and loving and see the purpose of missions, it's gonna mess your whole year up. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be looking around, I think, looking for love in all the wrong places. And trying to find what God's trying to do with your life, when I believe if you'll get hooked up with the local church, hooked up with missions, and be, and l learn how to live by faith, pray, learn how to give, learn how to uh, pray over the lost and win souls. I mean, your life just takes on a whole new brand of well, you of have purpose again. Purpose. You have purpose. Yeah, right, right. Well, listen, we've got to go, but we are so grateful for those of you that hear the program that are uh, partners, as Terry said, with us, and that you share it with other people. And we're just delighted to talk to you about all the good things that God has done. Remember, you can find us at terrymize.com. You can find us at terrymizeministries.org. 
And uh, we're, we're speaking gonna, of that, you know, people really need to go to our website, terrymindsministries.org. Yeah, right, they right. really ought to go. There's some exciting things and some new things. That's right. Uh, can see things that we're doing. See our calendar's there. Our scheduling is there. Uh, you can ask us questions there. You, right. you can ask me questions, you questions. Uh, and then just see all the new product. Well, all our product is there, our, right. our CDs and our our uh, thumb uh, flash drives and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then there's new stuff all the time. And, and, it's and we're just, doing every, everything we can, you know, extra dollar we can get together and, and upgrade and new and new CD covers. And, and uh, we've even got some wonderful More Than Conqueror coffee cups mugs for you. And just some things like that that will be a blessing uh, to the body of Christ to remind you who you are. Well, you, know, you can start looking, too, for a lot of photos that yes. uh, that we were able to bless orphans with around the world. Now, the, oh, the, my goodness. The, the, down, the downside about the orphan thing over the years is that most of these countries now have passed laws uh, saying that you can't take pictures of orphans. You can't take their pictures. You can't post their pictures. You know, obviously they're they're afraid of human human trafficking, right, people right. people oh, so raising bad. money and, and stealing and stuff. And but we do have uh, some we're able to put pictures up of some different private orphans orphanages and things. People that we know. Uh, but then, uh, uh, so so if they go to our if they go to our website, they'll be able to see and they'll see all the reports. Some of them get some That's of the right. people listening to me. They've given us big money, uh, yeah. and we sent we sent money. This last month to to six uh, different nations, six. and yeah. and and in six I believe it was sixteen homes, sixteen we orphanages, were able to bless sixteen orphanages in in six nations plus uh, I forget I think it was six missionary families that right. just, just we wanted to help them at Christmas and help their kids at Christmas right, right. plus a, a thousand kids in Mexico not just kids but families. Uh, that that live in a dump ground and around the dump ground. Right, right. Where we 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 helped a, a missionary there, a minister there, friends of mine there, uh, helped uh, feed those thousand people. And uh, wow. and then there's 24 families, just poorest of the poor, and we can put pictures of those up on the website uh, in a little in town Romania, in Romania that Romania. we just help them with food and firewood and warm clothes and boots and gloves. Anyway, anyway, well, our, our website's an exciting place to go check out. It is out. in that Romania group. Too, y'all. There were 22 children living in two rooms. Sleeping in two rooms. In two bedrooms. 22 children and sleeping in two rooms. the house was just rooms. makeshift corrugated. Oh, yeah, just falling down. Just falling down. Harsh, Horrible. harsh winters, cold Horrible. winters in Romania. And then as soon as the ground falls, we're going to drill a water well there so they'll have fresh water. You know what we do that's fun, and, and every time we dig a water well, is we always go do it at the church. Yeah. Uh, so the church gets the, the church credit gets the for credit providing for water to the community. Uh-huh. And the church is able to witness to people and say, look what the Lord's done. Well, y'all, send the light, the blessed, as the yes, old hymn says, the light, send the, the blessed light, the light. blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. shore, to shore. And that's what we're doing, and that's what we're all doing together. And I know many of you are involved in lots of things. And we pray that the, the seeds that we sow, the prayers that we pray, change not only lives and destiny, but it changes the world and changes nations. And so we love you. We look forward to talking to you. And we'll see you next time with Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions Podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com.
Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.